This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Being that this Wednesday is Rosh Chodesh, so Rosh Chodesh of Ashrizim, what's known today as the nine days. So there are different uh, chumras that we have during the nine days. And, you know, different ones we've spoken about in different years. Today we'll talk a little bit about the din of Basaviyayin. So if you take a look in the Mishnayis and Mesechas Tainis, it's very clear that Me'ikar Adin, a person is allowed to eat Basaviyayin up till the Sudha Sam of Sekhis. The first time Basaviyayin becomes Asr, Api Mishnah, is not till the Sudha Sam of Sekhis. However, we know that we stop eating Basaviyayin a little earlier. Now it happens to be a very big discussion in the Rishayim. When exactly is the point you have to stop eating Basaviyayin? The other question is, why would you have to stop eating Basar and Yayin? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch goes through a couple of opinions. In Simitov Kuf Aleph, the Mechab is actually not clear how he even rules. He writes, Yesh noigim Sounds like Shavu Shechal boy, shouldn't eat Basar and Yayin. And some people start already from Rosh And some people start already from Shavas and So he already records three practices, all found in the Rishonim, of course. When exactly to stop eating Basar now the truth is, of all the three, perhaps the most logical one could be the third. That you start from Shavasa Batamas. Now why would you start from Shavasa Batamas? So if you actually look at the Mishtabura, it's a stira. In one place he writes, because Shavasa Batamas was the beginning of the three weeks. That's when the, the Haschalta, the Prunasoi. In another place he writes, because Shavasa Batamas is when we stop bringing Karbonis. And the meat represents the Karbonis. The Yain represents Nisach So if the Mizbeach is not getting its... Uh, daily intake of Basav Yain, we shouldn't have our daily intake of Basav Yain. That's how the Mishnah explains this third shita, which is widely not practiced. Now what about the other shita? Why would you start from Rosh Chodesh? What's special about Rosh Chodesh that from Rosh Chodesh you'd say, Ain Basar the Yain, so the Vilnagoin has a pshat. The Vilnagoin tells us to look at a Gemara and Baba Basra. The Gemara and Baba Basra points out that really Basav Yain should be Asar all the time. Once the Chorbim Beis Amigdash, we should be in a constant state, state of Avelis. We shouldn't be allowed to have Basar V'yayin. But the Gemara says, no, it's not so practical. People like their Basar V'yayin. So the Vilna Goyen assumes that the reason why we don't have Basar V'yayin during these nine days is really we shouldn't have Basar V'yayin a whole year. That's too much. So, no, for nine days, we can push ourselves. I saw a third pshat, that the reason why it starts from Rosh Chodesh is an offshoot of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that Mishnichnas of Mematim B'Simcha. What's Simcha? In Simcha, that's what gives us Simcha. So the reason why we stop the Bas of Yain is because of Simcha. There's another sheet that we shine him that holds that there's no Isser of Yain. The whole Isser was Basar. Why? Because they argue in Simcha, Lababasa. I happen to have thought differently. I thought Yain was never prohibited because Yain was like a, a beverage for them. You know, not having Yain is like saying, okay, no soda. What are you going to drink? Water. You can't survive. But there was a Shittas Rishayim that held there was an Isser Basar, but no Isser Yain. Now, at the end of the day, the, the Torah writes that Minag Ashkenaz is to stop eating Basar Yain starting from Rosh Chodesh. And it's Meduyik in the Ramah. Because the Ramah says, Umatzniya We hide the, the knives of the Shoychit from Rosh Chodesh and on. Why from Rosh Chodesh? Because that's where you're not allowed to anymore. Because that's when the Isser Basar Yain comes. So the assumption is, for Ashkenazim jewelry, the Isser starts... At Rosh Chodesh. What about for Svardim? So it's actually interesting. Most, as far as I understand, most Svardim, Mr. Rebbe writes, Svardim start from not Rosh Chodesh. 
the day after Rosh Chodesh. Because Svarim hold, you're allowed to eat meat on Rosh Chodesh. So according to them, it starts on Beis, not on Aleph. But I found interesting, the Temanim never bought into any of this. The Temanim eat Bas up to the Suda Sam of Sekis. They held like those Rishonim that said there was never an Issa Bas Again, in the, in the Gemara you don't find an Issa Bas In the Gemara you only find Bas at the Suda Sam of Sekis. So the Temanim Jews had a practice, and they, maybe still today, I don't know. They talk eat Bas straight through the nine days. But the consensus amongst uh, everyone else is that we stop eating already from Rish Chodesh. Now, the Shiloh always comes up. It's an interesting Shiloh. Let's say, by mistake, you sat down to eat supper, and uh, somehow there's some fleshiks on the table during the nine days, and you make a bracha. And now you ask yourself, oh, yeah, I can't eat the fleshiks. You're not supposed to eat fleshiks. So the, the, the contemporary, the Pritziner, they all have chuvas, but they all say, no, eat a little bit. Why? Because to make a bracha, Rishayna, you only need a kolshu. A kolshu of meat is not going to bring you any great simcha. Maybe you don't have to eat the whole piece, but a little bit to so take a small bite of the piece of meat, and this way you're not running into a shayla of a bracha shenitzricha, bracha batala. So if that happens, then you should do just eat a little bit of the meat or even a little bit of the wine. This way you're not running into a shayla of a bracha. What about on Rosh Chodesh itself? So if you look at the Rishonim, it sounds like from the Rishonim that Rosh Chodesh was given that it's a day you're not allowed to eat meat also. And that's where the Mishtabura Paskins, that we include us Ashkenazim, include Rosh Chodesh in the calendar. However, the Svardim don't go that way. Rebbe Vajah Paskins, uh, that no, Svardim don't start till base. Aleph, Aleph, of the Aladi Yimit. But uh, as Ashkenazim, even amongst the Chsidim, most Chsidim assume this way also. That even though Rosh Chodesh is Ashtikul Yomtif, but Rosh Chodesh will also not Aladi Yimit. So Rosh Chodesh is out for us, but Svardim are Aladi Yimit on Aleph, they, don't, they start on base. When exactly does this prohibition start? So if you look in the Magen of Rav, the Mishtebura quotes it as well. This prohibition starts at Shkia. What time is Shkia Tuesday night? So Shkia is, I think, 8.23. So 8.23, you got to stop eating meat. You have to stop drinking your wine. Now, what happens if you started supper at 8 o'clock, and you're having a gazunta supper, and it's not over at 8.23? Do you have to stop, you know, a piece of meat? You're holding the fork. You dropped the fork at 8.23. So Ramayusha Feinstein says, no, you don't have to stop. As long as it's, you started the meal before, you can continue the meal. But try to wrap it up. I mean, don't let this meal schlep out now for another three hours. Others say, no, if you started the meal before Shkia, you can continue until Bein Hashemoshes, but after Bein Hashemoshes, you have to stop. So, for all those people that want to have a fleshik meal, I saw some people say, you should be dafki fleshiks Tuesday night. To show everyone that the only reason, meaning if you happen to like milchiks, so what's the big deal? No, I'm going nine days reading milchiks. You love milchiks. But here you say, no, I wish I could eat fleshiks. And I'm going to eat fleshiks to the last minute that I can. And then I'm going to stop because we have a minute not to eat fleshiks during these days. But if you're going to have a fleshik supper Tuesday night, make sure, lechatchila for sure, you start the meal before shkia. And if you are still running into the meal, just try to wrap it up as soon as possible. Don't let the supper linger on for eight days, right? If you started at eight o'clock, so try to wrap up the meal as soon as possible so you're not eating the for too much later. There's an interesting halacha based on the Magen Avram. Let's say there are a lot of people that like to dive in mincha before plug and might have after the plug. So putting aside the issue of tartas and sasri, not for today's conversation, but if a person were to do that Tuesday night, let's say a person says, a lot of times you have the people are traveling, or someone's not feeling well, so he wants to dive a mayav, and then he doesn't want to leave his house after that. So I'll dive a mayav after a plug. I think here in the neighborhood, we have a minion here, I think that Rabbi Bergman sure they have every single night, they, I don't know about in the summer, but they used to have every night a mincha mayav before and after the plug. So a guy goes Tuesday night to the plug, minion to dive a mayav. The plug is, uh, I don't know, let's say five to seven. So he davens Ma'ariv after plak, he comes home at 7.15, he's not allowed to eat meat. The nine days just started for him. Magadav Rampaskin is that the nine days starts by the time he daven Ma'ariv. 
So if you dive a Marv early on Tuesday night, the nine days start feel. So for whatever reason you're thinking of diving Marv early on Tuesday night, don't. Because if you're going to dive a Marv early Tuesday night after plug, that would be considered the beginning of the nine days. Now it gets more tricky, perhaps in the bungalow colony. If let's say you are in a bungalow colony where there's only one shul in the neighborhood. Today here in the neighborhood there's a million shuls, everyone's doing their own thing. But if you would be in a, in a community that has one shul, and that shul punk davens after plag, it could be you get schlepped into them, even though you, didn't, you don't want to daven mayv with them. You'll daven be yechidis, whatever it is, but one shul defines the whole kehillah. But we don't have that here in the city, because there's so many different shuls. But just keep that in mind. If for some reason Tuesday night you want to daven mayv early, you might run yourself into a problem that you'll lose about an hour of good meat eating time. And you don't want to lose that of that extra hour. So halach l'maysa, the iser of all dineha nine days, will begin at Shkia at, uh, on Tuesday night. What exactly are you not allowed to eat? So let's talk a little bit in the, in the meat family. So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says, you're not allowed to eat basa, you're not allowed to eat oif. So chicken's out also. Not just meat, but even chicken. However, the place can point out, if you have a person who needs to eat meat, let's say they can't eat milk, it's not good for their diet, not good for their stomach, or for whatever medical reason they need to have uh, the protein from the meat, so we try to give them chicken first. So even though chicken is not for us to eat, but for someone who needs some form of meat intake, we'd rather give them chicken first, and if that doesn't work, then we'll give them meat. So chicken and meat is out. What about what's called the tafshel shenizbashel by basr? Let's say you have a chalant, and in the chalant you pick out the potatoes, you pick out the beans, but you don't touch any of the meat. So if you look at Shulchan Aruch and Simitovkov and Anaf, and the Chabad Paskins, that's mutter. We don't paskin that way. Mr. Brewer and all the later Achrena point out, we hold tafshosh and zbashel by basr is asr. So it means if you take a child and you take a chicken soup and you eat around the fleshiks, you can't eat that either during the nine days. However, you may cook in kalim that are even ben yoyma fleshik. So let's say, for example, you have a pot that uh, 10 minutes ago you had hot fleshiks in it and now you want to cook in it par. So even though the bleas come out into the pot, the bleas will not mock it. But if it's going to be... If it's just bleus, that's okay. But if it was actually cooked in there, chicken soup, if the chicken soup, you want to eat around the chicken in the soup, that you're not allowed to do. <clears throat> but kalim, kalim are not a problem. So let's say, for example, <clears throat> you go to a fleshika place during the nine days, it's always a shayel someone asks, and they want to buy something that might have been cooked on the same dishes, but it's part of a kugel, a potato kugel in a fleshika place. So it could be that the kugel somehow touched or was even cooked in kalim that are somewhat used for fleshikas, that's fine, as long as there's no flesh in the actual dish itself. They talk about an interesting Shailish where Kamenetsky was asked this Shail, let's say some people like to take the kugel and wrap it up in foil and put it into the chant. They wrap it up well in foil and they put it into the chant. Can you eat that kugel? So he says, no, you can't. I don't exactly understand why. I would think that when you wrap it up, we all know that the idea of wrapping it up is so no bleas come in, nothing comes out. Even though, again, the reason why you put it into the chant is because you want it to cook with the chant. So he paskins, you can't do that. That's, that's, that's like tafshosh and bashal. That's usr. And you can't do that. Then he tells a story. Once in Philadelphia yeshiva, they, they were pulling things. Uh, they, one, one, one Shabbos morning, they went to the chalm pot and they saw what looks like a foil. They assumed it was kishka. Lo and behold, they opened it up. It was gefilte fish. So the shayla was, are you allowed to eat the chalm? Because we don't eat things that are cooked together with fish and meat. It's dangerous. So they brought the shayla to Meshul Kamenetsky to Rashiva. And he said, no, you can't eat it. It's asr. Because it's considered the basr and dogin that are cooked together. A similar story happened in the Mir Yeshiva in Brooklyn one year, and Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum asked Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, and Rabbi Moshe said it's mutter. Rabbi Moshe said, no, it's not cooked together. That's the whole idea of wrapping in a foil, so you don't have any beliefs. So an interesting machloikis that uh, comes out. The moral of the story is check 
whatever is wrapped in foil paper before you put it into any hot dish. But in any case, so that's the shayla with, with what type of meat. The other shayla comes up for our creative chefs among us. A lot of people like to cook with wine. We know one of the things we're not allowed to have is basar and yayin. So what about for those people who like to put wine into some of the dishes? Some dishes are better with wine. So just for the record, the only thing you're not allowed to drink during the nine days is wine. Other alcoholic beverages are mutter. We'll get to grape juice Thursday night. When we talk about what to make for Havdalah, we'll talk about grape juice. But make din, it's only wine. Schnapps is okay. Vodka is okay. Bourbon is okay. I know some salmon recipes have alcohol in them. They have schnapps. So that's fine. You can have schnapps during the nine days. You can have beer. You just can't have wine. So what happens if you have a dish that you like to put wine in it? So there's also a little bit of a machoikis achreinim. So some achreinim say, Rabbi Yashiv says, if there's absolutely no tam yayin, meaning again, you have to be familiar with the dishes, but sometimes you won't even taste that there's wine in there. You won't say, ah, I taste the wine. So that's for sure mutter. However, some hold that if you ta- if you toyin tam yayin, if I di- take this dish, I say, yeah, I can tell there's wine, then you're not allowed to do it. Others are even more makel, I think that's the more accepted approach, that even if there's yayin in there, even if you could be toyin it, it's still not considered the Isra Yain that we have, and therefore it would be Mutter. So if you want to be creative with your dishes during the nine days, you would be allowed to put wine in it. Again, the best would be is if it's a little, uh, limited amount of wine, where you can really be margish that there's wine, but many parts can make, even if you could tell there's wine in a dish, and you could taste the wine, it would still be Mutter, and not including the Isra of Yain during the nine days.